Oh, he's on now. While I'm calling him. Stop calling me. God, <laughs> that was our gimmick. Yeah, like our gimmick is we don't have anything for the the open. Mike's already three yinglings deep. He's Whoa, I'm a, I'm a venom. <laughs> he's frozen now. <laughs> he's frozen now. Welcome to Two Dollar Steak, a pro wrestling podcast. I'm your host Aaron Varnum. Joining me today, as always, Cookie. Oh, what's up, Colbert? Happy Hanukkah. And Big Mike. Woo! Hog, hog, hog Sameach. Yes. That's that's how happy you say holidays Happy Holidays in, in in Israeli in in Hebrew. Boys, it is a uh, it's another week, another week closer to uh, Christmas. We are having a phenomenal time getting everything together. Mike, you, what happened? Why do you have all that spittle on your shirt? It's because I'm an adult and I don't know how to hit my mouth with my drink. Mike looks like he needs to have one of those, like, uh, those bibs, those those spit bibs. Trough bib. A, tr- a what bib? One of those trough bibs. A trough bib. Mike, uh, what, what, what's going on this week? Are you starting with me? I'm starting with you because I saw the spittle first. Um, <laughs> and, and Cookie right now with his internet connection is a loose cannon. I, I, I want it to, <laughs> to stabilize a little bit before I go to him. Uh, this week I just kept it kind of chill. Played a little golf. Played terrible. Don't want to talk about it. Um, went shopping for the first time since the pandemic pretty much. So outside not a, of like Walmart and Costco. Yeah, or a Lowe's or yeah, a, yeah, like, yeah. A, a, like a hardware store. So you, yeah. you went actually I went to shopping independence mall oh like an indoor mall indoor mall did you get a rapid test afterwards <clears throat> i did not but i feel like i, sh- I might should great <laughs> great so like you know you, you go to lowe's you go to home depot you go to costco like that's mandated mandatory you got to have a mask they won't let you in independence mall not so strict um it w- i was i was visibly i mean it's like are you okay i'm like no i'm so uncomfortable so maybe Independence Mall is like a, 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 a federation, kind of like the United States, where each individual store has its own rules yeah, and enforcement. Well, honestly, yes. Yeah. So some stores had it like lined off and they were like counting people in, counting people out. It looked like a club. Like people were in line waiting, <laughs> right. to, waiting to get into the candle shop. Man, I just need my really cool uh, golf t-shirt from the Hot Topic. And then you go to like, like you walk past one of the, like, the sneakerhead stores and there's blasting music. Nobody's wearing a mask. And they're all yeah. like huddled together watching some TikTok video. And you're just like, what the fuck is going on? Damn teenagers. It man. was, it was, <laughs> it was so weird. Is there a Foot Locker still in that mall? I don't know. I haven't been in that mall in years. But, well, so it, they they redid it. It looks really good. I grew up going to that mall. Um, it was just weird because it wasn't. I mean, it definitely wasn't holiday busy. It was probably like Saturday in May busy. Was Santa there? Santa was there and he had a full face shield. <laughs> so like, well, yeah, it's, I, I, I would probably rather them just not have Santa. <laughs> yeah. I, I would like to see what the numbers are up at the North pole. Like going, are they, are they, are they going up? Have they peaked or are they, are they all well, like, I mean, I think elves count as children and they say children aren't less likely to. Why kill. would you say they're children? They're little people, Mike. Well, the reason kids are less likely to get is because I'm not even lying. Is they're lower to the ground? They're also magical. So you think that, are you telling me the entire village in the movie Willow would be fine during the COVID pandemic? I've never seen it. You've never seen Willow? No. You've seen it, right, Delbert? Yeah. The uh, Mad Mardigan? It's got Val Kilmer in it? 
All right, so that's on your list. Nope. I think it's on Disney Plus. So Disney Plus is actually Sorry, just released uh, this week that they are coming out with a TV show based upon Willow. We are on a strict Home Alone and Home Alone Two uh, Disney Plus lockdown right now. Cookie just gave you the finger guns because of that. And Home Alone Three. That was a great movie. Get oh, the you. Fuck out of here. What? You. I, what? I literally told Mike last night. <laughs> Cut his music. <laughs> I literally told last night. Home Alone 3 is the biggest pile of garbage I have Trash. ever seen. What? Trash what? cookie. I understand that Home Alone 3 was your generation's Home Alone. It was. You it can was. take that movie, turn that bitch sideways, and shove it straight up your candy ass cookie. That being, oh my God, that movie sucked. Are the wet bandits in that movie? No. No, uh, it's a complete... That the kid movie stays should, home sick from school that and someone movie, tries to break in. So it's Ferris Bueller's Home Alone? That Pretty movie much. is the equivalent to like Halloween number three in the Halloween series. It just doesn't make sense. It I, doesn't, you're talking about Season of the Witch? I kind of like Season of the it's Witch. It's not that bad. No, I kind of dig it. Ah, uh, yeah, backfire. But no. <laughs> I, yeah. No, <laughs> no, Cookie, it's horrible. It, yeah, it. Home Alone Damn 3 it. is terrible. I remember they did like cross promotion with Fox Kids and I had to see all these stupid things as a kid. I was a big Fox Kids Saturday morning guy. I, had the, I was a member of the Fox Kids uh, club and they would send me a magazine periodically. I was a Fox Kids club member. So my dad, um, my dad signed me up and we went to the Independence Mall. They had like a Fox Kid like thing there, right? And apparently the people entered my name wrong, and uh, I was Azron Varnum for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I was so sad. I'd be cool to Azron. Azron. Join the nation. Is that that big? Uh, <laughs> is that that big uh, lion in the in the lion, the witch, in the wardrobe? <laughs> Anyways, uh, Tom, oh, what did you do this week? Oh man, just uh, just working, chugging right along, and the governor put more restrictions on us, so. Now bars have to close even earlier, but I feel fortunate to just even have a job right now. But you know what, man? Yeah, you've got yeah. a job and you've got time so, to watch Mandalorian. Exactly. So it's been a kind of a chill week. Like did some Christmas decorating, decorated the house, locked in the Christmas plans. And that's about it. You know, put up the tree, went through all the ornaments, you know, all the all the old ones. Did any uh, of them break over the, the summertime heat? That's always no, the best not part. This year. Unboxing them. But. Mom would store them in egg cartons. She would put a lot of the ornaments in like the egg cartons where it's like individually yeah. it, it, it gives it like a little bit of protection. <laughs> and each year that was like the best part is mom like being really sad that like some of the ornaments were broken throughout the heat of the summer and the humidity. What well, else was that in? You that, went shopping cool. yesterday, right? Well, I, I started to go shopping. I, and oh, I, your I car some, shit. Yeah, yeah. My, my battery went dead because it got so cold last week. And as soon as we had that, like, 27-degree night here, uh, killed my battery. So instead, I played Assassin's Creed Valhalla all day until <laughs> Katie got back. And then I went and bought a new battery. That was my week. I went Christmas shopping in the game, honey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went raiding. <laughs> I got you this this free virgin. <laughs> yeah, she keeps getting pissed because she doesn't have any Christmas presents under the tree yet. <laughs> well, well, yeah, fuck it. You know, I mean, it's Christmas in a pandemic. So this year, my mom made us all come up with Amazon wish lists. And my that's mom how does she, it every year. She yeah. shopped this year was through Amazon. And it ended up being it's, it's very convenient. And I think it's a lot easier that way for everybody to kind of get what they want. Um, I was notorious as a child as giving the worst gifts out of my family. 
um, I gave my mom a tea light holder that was in the, <laughs> it, in the shape of a dog, right? It's a metal tea light holder and you pull up his b-hole and I'm not even oh, kidding. God. And you stick the candle in his b-hole and it lights up. It was called Spike Jr. And he had <laughs> testicles hanging. And I remember my mom, like, like little metal testicles. And my mom getting it for Christmas and being just, she knew that she was raising a fuck up as a child. <laughs> she knew when she got Spike Jr. And, you know, I thought it was good. I was so excited to give it to her. And then when she got it, she did not like it as much as me. <laughs> Cookie, what did you do this week? Well, Aaron, uh, you saw the video I sent you last night. Yeah. You, were you in a rage room or were you just a, a, a party? We were at a bonfire and we needed to break up some wood. So uh, he had an old door uh, that he needed to get rid of. So, you know, what better way than to figure out how to use a, um, uh, what is it called? A, a skill saw. Hand? No, skill saw. Okay. Skill saw first to cut up most of the door. And then you saw the video of me with a sledgehammer. So we were 240s deep at this point. Oh, Jesus. Cookie. With a, and I was using the skill saw for the first time, and I have all my fingers, thankfully. That Cookie, was, so uh, was this the first time you've ever used a sledgehammer? Absolutely. It's the first time you ever used a power tool? No. But what power tool? What power tool have I used before? Yes. Uh, a drill? Drill counts as a power tool, right? Yeah. Mm, it has to be a plug-in drill to count as a power tool. Oh, uh, okay. Some torque. Hey, I used to work maintenance at UNCW, okay? I use a few power tools. A few of them. So the maintenance guys at UNCW, all they do is ride around the golf cart, smoke weed, and kind of do stuff every once in a while? Yeah, pretty much. We unclog a lot of drains and toilets and stuff oh, like that. Oh, God. Yeah, was... I bet there was a lot of toilets that were oh, yeah. just... Oh, dude, absolutely disgusting. I'll send you some pictures sometimes, Aaron. You and... took pictures? Dude, yeah, it was hilarious. Because we had a girl on our team who did not want to do it, so we made her do it, and it was just hilarious seeing her gag and shit. Like, it was so funny. Oh, and so you funny. have the same phone, or did you save all these to the cloud? Uh, probably to the cloud, I would say. Oh, I, that's a good-looking turd right there. I'm going to put that one to the cloud. <laughs> Any bubbles pop this week other than that? Other than using my sledgehammer, I don't believe so. Is there any that I can't remember? Last night was a blur. I don't know. Oh, good, good. So I, I downloaded the Peacock app this week, and I watched the new Saved by the Bell. I give it two thumbs up. I thought it was very entertaining. I did not like the original Saved by the Bell that much, but Jasmine and I sat down and watched it. We binged watched it. It was very funny. I give it uh, two thumbs up and, and a recommendation, a hearty recommendation. The new Saved by the Bell is really good. What's up? Aaron, you didn't like Kelly Kapowski? Oh, I oh, I definitely like Kelly. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, what the hell, man? Everyone I, had a crush on Kelly. I also like Tori. Do you guys remember Tori? She was on for like one season. She was like the one that crackhead. No, she no. The crackhead was Jesse, and she was oh, addicted okay. to caffeine pills. Okay. She was so excited, and she was so scared. You ever watched it growing up? Oh yeah, I just watched it because it came on. It was just on. I all hated the time. It. But I was like, fuck. I just yeah. I'll watch this because I have. 20 minutes before I have to go to school. I watched the episode where Screech almost got dissected by the FBI multiple <laughs> times because they thought he was an alien. I thought that was a great episode. But uh, anyway. Have you ever seen the YouTube stuff? Uh, what's, what's the yeah, character? Yeah, Zach names? Morris is, is trash. It, he is trash. Oh, oh it's yeah. awful. Because he's so bad. He's so terrible, bad. Terrible human being. Other things that happened to me this week, uh, not much. I uh, finished school. I got an A-plus in my final assignment. So I, I felt very good about that class. 
Your teacher was just glad it wasn't on re- something wrestling related. I know. It was the first like <laughs> project. I'm like, how can I do this about wrestling? I was not able to, but uh, it ended up being okay. Mike, what did you get in your class? Uh, I got an A in my programming class, and I think it's eked out an A in my business law class. Oh, I thought you were about to say a C. No, you no, started no. on that C. Trust me. I, I don't get Cs. I've never gotten a C in my life. Okay. Oh, I definitely got Cs growing up. Yep. I was in the smart kid classes and I never applied myself. Uh, so yeah, I really got rarely got B's growing up. I got a C in math. I had a teacher literally in my English class. I was in fourth grade and we had to write short stories. And I wrote this short story, we, a tall tale we had to come up with. And the, like how something came to be and, and a tall tale about it. Like, stories so i came up with a story about how the grand canyon was made it was called kiss a hog and it was the most bizarre thing i think i ever came up with as a kid it was about this guy who had a massive forehead right huge head like just massive head massive and he apparently had had a thing for kissing pigs and um he tried to kiss miss piggy and she moved out of the way and his head hit down on the ground and created a crater. And that crater later became the Grand Canyon. I think that's how it actually was formed. I think it was too. <laughs> and um, my teacher literally called my mother and told me that I needed to speak to a child psychologist. <laughs> so mom took me to a child psychologist because of this. And the child psychologist is like, I mean, like it's, it's like, He's like, weird. Yeah, he's weird, but it's not like anything crazy. Well, I don't think that like the kid is going to like shoot up a school or anything, but he's definitely weird. No doubt about that. Dear God, man. It's Christmas time in the city. Thank you, Cookie. Uh, it, it's Christmas time here. The, the, the holiday seasons are here. The tree's up. You got a real tree? I'm I've got impressed. a real tree this year. We have yet to put the balls on the tree. I think we're going to do it tomorrow. We keep saying that we're going to do it. And then we end up just... You don't even have the lights on. You're not even trying today. Well, I mean, my girlfriend's not here. I don't fucking care when she's not here. Otherwise, I'd have that thing lit up and be like, yeah, it's been on all day. It's, it's beautiful. <laughs> she's going to listen to this and call me out on this shit, too. 100%. Uh, and I don't have the fireplace on. Would you like to turn the fireplace on to uh, give us a little yeah, bit it of... it is um... 70 degrees outside. Well, you can turn the heat off portion. Ooh, it's, it's nice. Turn, turn the... It's, it's the temperature thing. Temperature thing. The fire thing? It looks like a fire. It says off. There we go. There we go. Now we go. Now we are in the Christmas spirit here on $2 Steak. And this week we have three matches that all took place around Christmas time. Some a little bit different than others. And uh, we're going to talk about them. So let's talk about some wrestling. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? First matchup of the evening, Big Mike, you have got the Brahma Bull against, I, I guess, the American Badass. I, I'm, are you ready? Or uh, well, I, I was, you threw me off there. Um, I thought it was Dead Man Inc. I don't know, ma'am. That's why I was asking questions in the group chat. I, I, I wasn't really sure. It, it, was, it was Undertaker on a motorcycle. All right. We'll go ahead and start with... Finally, The Rock has come back 
It's a two dollars steak. <laughs> Thank you. All and right. Chattanooga. And Chattanooga. <laughs> Chattanooga. All right. So this is December twenty fifth, two thousand. Rock versus Undertaker. Okay. We, uh, you know, open up the, the video and starts with a rock promo, obviously, mm-hmm. of course. Who, who better to put on the mic than The Rock? No, yeah, I, I decided that this was a, a, an important part of this matchup, so I put it in the, the stream with it. Yeah, oh, I, absolutely. And, you know, The Rock, I mean, he's one of the best ever, right? Ever, yes. So, especially on the mic. And uh, he does a good job putting himself over. Uh, puts Taker over, mm-hmm. says he uh, – what was Taker's finishing move at this point? The last ride. Yeah, the last ride. So, Rock says he's, you know, he's taking a last ride. He's not scared of it, but he also doesn't want to experience it again. Right. Uh, they talk about it later on in the match, but apparently Rock and Undertaker had won the tag titles like the week before. Yeah. And then lost them on a SmackDown on UPN the next Thursday. UPN. <clears throat> Y'all so, remember that? No, oh, yeah. No, UPN. Yeah. <laughs> Channel 9, actually, was UPN back home. I think it was Channel 2. Well, I don't know why I know that. Uh, it's a channel that we didn't really watch much growing up. Yeah, I could probably rattle off majority of the channels from my childhood. But anyway, um, so, you know, Rock obviously puts, puts himself over. And then he's got a little, uh, little story for us. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, give my, the rendition that I All right. remember. So it says, Rocky was a very large and very tall. Unlike Kevin Kelly... He actually had a set of balls. Mm. And all the other jabroni reindeer would be jealous and look at him in vain because they couldn't stand the fact that people would be chanting Rocky's name. Huge crowd pop for this, Mm. by the way. They start chanting his name, obviously. And then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa was drunk and full of gas. So Rocky took his big bag of toys and shoved it straight up Santa's candy ass. I love The Rock, dude. I love that after that line, they did a cutaway to somebody in a Santa costume in the audience, and he looked very concerned (laughs) that something was going to be stuck up his candy ass. I just – dude, The Rock on a mic. I can literally watch YouTube videos of just Rock promos. Yeah. And the joke is, like, it's always pretty much the same thing. Yeah. But his charisma, his delivery, like, you can't not get hyped. Right. So – I'm smelling what The Rock is cooking. Okay. Um, Taker comes out. Yeah, so he's coming out to Limp Bizkit rolling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh so got, hard. Got his Dead Man Inc. shirt on. Um, I didn't obviously watch rest, the wrestling in this era growing up. Like, I just caught very small clips of it. But, like, you know, I could, I could understand how Taker is still a badass doing this. Right. And, and I can appreciate the complete turn it, it is from, like, the wizardry Undertaker. So, you know, kind of excited. Rock comes out. Rock has a great theme. Yeah. Like, like it, it's not like a banger, but, like, it's just like – Oh, I thought it was a banger. Well, like, it, like, you're not getting, like, jacked hearing it, but, like, it just fits him. And, you know, it's just – I don't know. I, I watched it. And again, I could probably watch Rock entrances all the time. But – And, again, two of the best – like, arguably two of the best wrestlers ever. Right. Um, two of the best characters. Characters. Ever. Characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, and particularly for, like, the hottest – one of the hottest eras in wrestling. So, two of the biggest characters in one of the biggest eras. Um, Rock comes out. He's staring Taker down. He gets up on the top rope, obviously does his, like, fist in the air. But he's just literally staring Taker in the eyes. Taker staring right back. Like, 
and we, we can talk about it a little bit later, but you know, these guys are not doing crazy shit, but the characters and the story that they're, it's just, it's so good. I don't know. I was, I was hyped. Hyped. For I figured you would be. <clears throat> crowd is chanting for the rock. I mean, it's an attitude era crowd. It's the rock. Like they're going to be freaking excited. Um, starts off. Taker is just landing haymakers left and right. And the rock is just rocks, just selling it. And it's, it's awesome to watch. So like these guys don't have the biggest move sense. No, but the way you can kind of tell a story with the way, I mean, the rock is literally selling these things. Like they're the death, like death through a fist. I, I thought that it was a, a little touch of like a Terry Funk in there. Yeah, like, oh, dude. And I was actually thinking about that later on in the match too. Rock is like, he's just selling so freaking well. Um, at one point, in this barrage of punches, he takes a punch and goes over the top rope. Typically, you're going to see guys go over with like a clothesline. Right. No. Take, uh, Rock went over because he got punched in the face. Um, so, obviously, you know, it's just building Taker up to be who Taker is, um, which was pretty cool. Um, Rock, you know, gets some offense in. I really like the punches the Rock throws. Like, so, it's this really deep, yes. wide haymaker. Yes. And it's not fast, but again, visually, you know, and it's not great wrestling because it's no. just a punch. Yeah. But visually, it looks so good. And when he like counters and throws it, encounters a punch and throws it, or when his gets countered and takes and he takes one, it just, again, tells this story. And it's, I don't know, it's awesome. I'm marking out. I like this shit. <laughs> good. Um, <clears throat> they just look, they just look cool. It looks good. It looks powerful. Um, Rock busts out a couple sweeping neck breakers. Yes. Not expecting that. Pretty good little wrestling move. Some technical stuff. Yeah. Um, and The Rock hits Undertaker with a DDT. Mm-hmm. Commentary, it's JR and it's Lawler. Like, one again, one of some of the best ever to do it. Right. And they're putting the DDT over and they're putting Undertaker over at the same time. They're like, anybody else would have been knocked unconscious. But Taker, you know, was able to kind of get out of it. Um, I think it was like a two count or something like that. Um, Undertaker comes in with a, a submission I have never seen. Did you, did you catch the modified bow and arrow submission from the yeah, Undertaker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, he was like taking a knee, like if you're at a football practice, yeah. but it was on his back, and so, then he was pulling the head and the legs, Yeah, right? so rock his side, on, laying on his side. Taker's, yeah, on one knee, got his knee in his back, and he's pulling one arm, one leg, and he's just bowing him out, kind of like a big old abdominal stretch too. Right. But, um Thought that was pretty cool. Never seen that. Um, Rock gets some offense in on Taker. Taker at one point counters the Irish whip and hits a DDT on the Rock. Um, again, and he's just like, it's not crazy shit, but it's awesome. And it means every move means something. Yeah. And you can hear the crowd yeah, like, believing I mean, it. If, and, it, you know, if Undertaker hits somebody with a DDT, Undertaker weighs like 350 pounds. Like that DDT should break your neck. Um, kind of getting near the finish. Rock goes to attempt a rock bottom. Uh, crowd's going wild because they're like, holy shit, he's going to rock bottom this guy. Gets countered into a choke slam. Rock's dead. He's just laying there. Starfished on the, on the <laughs> mat. Uh, um, chocolate starfished, right? Is that, is no, that, is it? It was chocolate starfish and hot dog flavored water. <laughs> you had that album the day it came out, didn't you? Because did that's not. the album that Roland was on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, so Undertaker is obviously getting set him up for the last ride, which 
is just the tombstone, right? I'm assuming. Uh, no, no. The last ride is the power bomb. The kind of power bomb that he does, where he picks the guy, kind of elevated off the shoulders, grabs him, and then slams. Okay, him yeah. Actually, so Undertaker goes is going to start saying, oh, and uh, Rikishi. Comes, Rikishi. Rikishi makes an appearance, walks down the ramp. Undertaker's like, "What the hell are you doing here, man?" And hits him, kicks him, whatever. Gives Rock enough time to get up and hit the rock bottom. And she's like, oh, man, Rikishi and Rock working together. Rock. Well, there's some Owens. Yeah. Rock sets up. He's going to start doing – he's going to hit him with the people's elbow and, you know, runs to one rope. Great. Runs to the next rope. Rikishi pulls the rope down. Rikishi. Rock goes over the top. DQ. Matches over. And Rikishi just gets in and starts beating ass. Yeah. Um, it was very – Attitude Era, way to end the match. Yeah, of course. But, um, There's not a lot of clean endings in the Attitude Era. No, but it was it was just really good. I like that style. I like wrestling that looks good, tells a story that isn't 100 miles an hour nonstop. I mean, right. we, we, we you know talk about it enough on our podcast. We talk about it enough in the group chat. Like, you know, it's like I'm not a big fan of like some of that new shit where it's like, 100 miles an hour it looks right. a little bit telegraphed like you're like jr this yeah way. yeah yeah. none of the, none of this stuff you know looked telegraphed none of it um was over the top but it all was great and when you have characters like the undertaker and the fucking rock like you're gonna buy in if they're even just in the ring i don't know poking each other right so great match that's it i liked it let's talk about social media Social media, Tobert whooping all my ass this week in social media. Tobert had a couple followers. Great post. We're up to 151. Ooh. We did people. have a follower request the Game Gear photo. Tobert did not post the Game Gear photo. I actually did. We did have a follower request <clears throat> it? Yeah. Raptor Duck Brew. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he was like, I'll take one for the team. Post a fucking photo. <laughs> and it was totally worth it. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, you can see Aaron in all of his glory with his game gear on Christmas. If you follow us at number two dollar stake underscore on Twitter and Instagram, Aaron has said that eventually when he does get his PlayStation five, he mm. will recreate. I the will photo. recreate it. Red shirt and all. So I, I think it's the facial expression that really sells that mm. in, in, into something. The, the excitement. Uh, yeah, I don't understand. It's not a very excited face, though. It's more like a. What just happened? I don't know. I just... I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little shocked. I don't think you knew. Uh, this was probably pre-child uh, psychology days before I had to go to the psychologist. Um, Tolbert, lovely sting post. <laughs> of course. Tolbert posted. A, oh, do you want to explain it and your thought process on this? Well, it's, uh, it's Sting wearing a, a, a was it, cool, a Coogie. A Coogie uh, <laughs> sweater now. Yeah, a Coogie sweater. <laughs> Chilling. <laughs> Looking, looking mighty relaxed, and uh, I was off that day. Uh, the new Mandalorian had just came out, <laughs> and uh, so this is going to be my Friday vibes after I face a J and watch Mandalorian. <laughs> oh shit, man! Did you see that Boba Fett cleaned up his armor, man? <laughs> yeah. yeah, great photo of Sting, just chilling. Yeah. Then, Speaking uh, of Sting this week, oh god. Yeah. Do we, can, can we talk about this now? Sting's music video that that sort of has to do with social media, right? Yeah, yeah, you guys, if you want to shoot on Sting, go ahead. Tell me about this this music video. What did you feel when you watched it, it? You didn't watch the video at all? I haven't seen it yet. You will have to watch the music video. Uh, Cookie loved it, right, Cookie? Oh, dude, it was so catchy. 
Are you kidding me? I am fucking with you. It was horrible, Aaron. We know it was horrible. We got to give a little background. Apparently, Sting's hipster nephew. Well, we're saying that. I don't think that's how it goes. Is in a terrible hipster band that all of them look like you want to punch them in the fucking face. Yes. And somehow Sting is in this music video. Yes. And he's just walking around drinking coffee in Sting paint and playing video games. It's the stupidest thing. It was kind of interesting, like the first time I watched it. And then the song got into my head and I'm like, this is awful. It's absolutely awful. All right, back to your social media. I'm sorry. Um, so you know what, Sting, we're never gonna put him down, but very um unsting. Unsting. <laughs> You're being very undude right now. Yeah, it's just because it was his nephew. <laughs> Dude, I was like, all right, bro, I'll do you this one. Uh Twitter, we didn't really tweet out much this week. We did tweet out obviously the game gear photo. Uh Aaron tweeted out a Terry Funk, NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, it was the Shout 40th out. anniversary of him winning that NWA Heavyweight Championship. Uh, I love the God bless Terry Funk hashtag Christmas. Um, you didn't hashtag any wrestling related things besides NWA. You could at least just throw a wrestling community on there. Oh, I thought maybe that like some of the people were, that were like looking up Christmas stuff would nah. be like, who's this man? Anytime you tweet out anything, Aaron. You got to do wrestling ha- community. Hashtag wrestling community so we can at least get a little bit. Uh, and then we also had the gif that aaron made from <laughs> tolbert's match that we'll talk about later the miracle on 34th street fight oh um, beautiful chef kiss so you know we're, we're hovering along 305 305 i think uh is, that, is it 305 live is that the uh cruiserweight division it'd be a much more fun cruiserweight division <laughs> if they were there just real fat I'm watching like fat dudes doing backward oh coming up backwards. next is butterbean <laughs> uh that's social media you know there's Chugging along, we will be continuing to hopefully tweet out and Instagram out some holiday content as this. You're not mad at all this week? Uh, I mean, I got mad, but then I got over it. I didn't have enough time to write out my thoughts. So yeah, how's that uh, that ad read coming? Um, I mean, you know, I got some ideas brewing. Did you cook anything this week? Did I cook any? I cooked nothing. (laughs) 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 My wife baked a fuck ton of delicious cookies. They are really good. They're so good. She made some awesome food. I did nothing this week. Uh, so now that school was out and you only had a full-time job, what was your excuse this week? I was just loving all my kids, man. <laughs> I just want them to know that I'm a dad that is here for them. <laughs> Watched a fuck ton of Home Alone. Oh, God. Well, at least you got to, to, to like, see that. And Cookie's giving me the three symbol as he's, as he's doing this. We might have to ban him from the podcast for a week. Uh, oh, sorry, man. Cookie. Next week you're done because of Home Alone Three. <laughs> Damn it, man! <laughs> Take a poll. Somebody accosted me on the way while I was walking around Greenfield Lake, and I'm like, "Why the fuck would I have money on me while walking around Greenfield Lake?" He asked me for twenty dollars. Twenty. I mean, you know what? Props to him for being oddly specific. Yes. He's like, you got twenty dollars. I'm like, no. I've got a fanny pack full of albuterol. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anyways. No, All right. For the strong style cookie. It is a silent night. It is a bloody night. Cookie. What the fuck happened on your match? Well, uh. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but relic spelled backwards is killer. I, I found that out, actually. 
when? <laughs> Every 15 seconds when they well, said when it they, during the match? When they showed it on the graphic and then told me? <laughs> uh, I have Silent Night, Bloody Night, Relic versus Black Rain, a.k.a. Dustin Rhodes, versus Shark Boy uh-huh. versus the Monster Abyss. Now, can I give you a little bit of background, Cookie, why well, I picked this for you? Please. It was actually Tolbert's match for this week until I found the, the Miracle on 34th Street. And I thought, you know what? Who better? Who better? Who better uh, than Cookie when it comes to TNA and it comes to Don West? And we do know that automatically that this Cookie rating, whatever it may be at the end of this match, is going to be a little skewed because Don West was on commentary. Cookie. A hundred percent. And uh, it doesn't help that chubby Dustin Rhodes oh. is wearing a mop on his head and carrying a rat and calling himself Black Rain. Uh, Mike, I wouldn't even call him chubby. He was fat. Yeah, he, he, was, he, okay. looked, like, he looked like Dustin Rhodes was melting. Yeah. <laughs> he looked like Dusty Rhodes. He, he kind of did. <laughs> he did. He did. He, he, he looked like if Dusty Rhodes huffed paint, like silver paint and like – and then went to that the Juggalo gathering and had them spray paint their face. I, ew, it, was, it was something. I barely remember this. I remember him going there because he had a run in WWE right before this. Mm-hmm. And then he left and then he went to TNA. And I remember it was just like a blip on my radar. Like it was not like anything important. I remember turning to it and being like, what the fuck is happening with Dustin? Yeah, it, it wasn't was very long. <laughs> uh, at least it was better than his seven gimmick. Yes, but it was also terrible. Yeah, yes, 100%. Uh, and then it gets worse. Hold on, guys. We got Shark Boy. He was raised by sharks and somehow got to land and found some sort of success in TNA. Well, uh, apparently he also traveled to Fayetteville, fell in love with a beautiful woman, and had a child. And that child sometimes comes on our podcast. His name is Matt Davenport, Shark ah, Boy's son. That may, oh, it's all coming together now. The son of Shark Boy. Well... Uh, Shark Boy is heavily bandaged from a match with Matt Morgan, and he's even taped his fin. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like a little little X wow. on the fin. Yes. And a neck brace, like the old school neck brace. Dedication. That's yeah. called dedication, Aaron. Yeah. You know, uh, you punch no. him in the nose, right in the cartilage, they'll, they'll stop attacking. <laughs> I don't know why people didn't use that move against Shark Boy. I don't know. I don't know why either. Uh, in his entrance, you can see him on a water park ride. And honestly, when I saw that, I said, who booked this crap, Aaron? Ah, <laughs> uh, Russo. Just oh, always yeah. blame it on Russo. Fucking Russo, man. And then at the very end, we have the Monster Abyss and Father James Mitchell. If this isn't a Paul Bearer and Kane ripoff, Abyss watched his mother apparently shoot his father, shoot yeah. and kill his father. Yeah, in the back. In the back. In the back. Yeah. In the back. And uh, Judas Maceus was like Mitchell's weapon of destruction. It's, it's basically Undertaker and Kane, except Messiah doesn't wear a mask and isn't seven foot tall. So we, we've seen that Judas guy before. That's that Mil Muertas, that, that guy that, that Mike watched for Lucha Underground. That's who that is? Yes. Uh, okay. Hold on, let me grab my glasses. Let's start this countdown. Cookies, top four, number one. All right, here we go. Cookie looks like Professor Cook right now. Silent Night, Bloody Night. Sounds about as bad as December to Dismember. Yes, it's not. I can guarantee you December to Dismember was a lot worse. Well, Aaron, there's a barbed wire Christmas tree with presents underneath it, and that sounds like a superhuman prop, does it not? It it looked – 
interesting. Like I, I dug the creativity that somebody said we can make a Christmas tree out of barbed wire. Yeah. And then they and followed just, that dream and made it. I wish there were lights on it. That's the only thing. I wish there were lights on it. There were lights on it. There were I don't think that they plugged it in. Uh, well, at one point, Tanae, uh, Mike Tanae mentions a barbed wire noose. You better watch out. He may get canceled for phrases like that. Yes. Yeah. You can't say that stuff on TV. This anymore. was 2000-whatever. Well, yeah. The, the first present that they open underneath the tree, what is it? I'm going to ask my resident golfer. Mike, it looked like a driver, uh, but I'm probably wrong. What do you, do you know? Uh, the head shape looked a little small. I would say it was probably a three wood. Really? I thought also it was a driver. I mean, it might have been, but, you know, who, you can, they never uncovered it. So you don't know. Yeah, he had a lot of problems actually unwrapping that gift. Yeah, yeah it's a little weird. Yeah. But then when his relic, like spelled backwards, is killer. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Shit. Well, anyway, uh, Mike, what did you think about Shark Boy's form on that swing? Oh, it's terrible. He, he came in. He was l- way too vertical. He okay. Was more, more axe, you know, baseball kind of swing, mm-hmm. but like axe swing. You got to have a smooth, low-profile swing if you're going to do good at golf. Shark Boy, not good, probably. Mm. No, not at all. How, how far do you think that went? Feet oh, wide. he would have duffed, duck hooked that about 30 yards. That's what I thought. To the left. <laughs> all right, Hard so left, that's... probably into the woods. Wait, is that a slice? No. It's duck hook. Well, I don't know what the difference is. All right, so if you're right-handed, a duck hook or a pool hook is a left draw on the ball, and then a <laughs> slice is a right ball. Cookie, Cookie is, like, nodding his head, and he's got his glasses on, and he literally looks like my professor on my presentation this week. Like, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. That sounds can, you, about uh, right. Can, you, can you hook or slice a Frisbee? Uh, not to my knowledge. Yeah. It's all about the swing plane and the angle of the head when you make contact with the ball. Oh. Yeah. Thanks, TNA. Uh, thank you, Mike, my resident golfer. I yep. appreciate that. Uh, let's go to number two. Number two. <laughs> number two! Uh, Dustin Rhodes looks so damn bad in this match. I just wanted to say it again. Terrible. He moved. He, his moves look sloppy. I mean, look at his finisher. It looked like a poor man's pedigree. No hook of the arms. It's like the ugliest face buster you've ever seen, man. Yeah. He looks great now. I just want to say he looks amazing. I, t- I, t- I came in. I told Aaron, I said, look, if you can go from what he was in this match to what he is now hitting Canadian destroyers, there's hope for anybody. Yeah. I, and you know what, man? Like, he was on a lot of, like, extracurricular activities I back say, then. You just got to cut out the booze, booze and the hard drugs mm. and the beating your wife, and you, you're good. And you know, like – and he claims that a lot of it was at DDP yoga. We need to do a DDP yoga challenge in January. We all, we all share a login. New resolutions. <laughs> we would never do that. <laughs> never, never share a login for any kind of thing. Uh, and uh, we, we can all like see if we can lose some weight. You know how you lose weight? Eat less calories than you. Ex- well, if you spell. tell your fucking wife not to give me 50 cookies. That's why I moved to Charlotte. Eat an entire container of cookies are so good next one number three swig of beer for the poor man all right uh let's see here the fucking barbed wire christmas tree yes swinging in the corner it's a fucking eyesore and then the match basically turns into a tag team match but black rain and relic uh that's killer spell backwards on (laughs) that they turn on each other and then they start working with each other to beat up shark boy uh, and Mike Snae says at one point, 
these guys are just so unpredictable. <laughs> it's like it's a shitty sitcom. Teenage wow. sucks. It's wacky sucks. relic. Killer still spelled backwards. <sighs> oh my god. Anyway, uh, last one. Cookie. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead, Aaron. Did, did you did you get the same vibes with me? If it was like a drunken night where Muda and Kane got drunk and made a baby, and that's relic. Uh, you got those vibes, Aaron. I got those vibes. Uh, I got the vibe of uh, I can't even what Steve. I think Steve Blackman and Kane making a baby, maybe. I, I could see that too, but he spit but, the blood. The, yeah, he did spit the blood. There was a lot of blood spilled. I want to say that doesn't shark don't sharks feed after blood? They smell blood and they 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 pounce. Correct. Yeah, he did not pounce. He did not. Maybe because all the injuries he had. Oh. I just want to go into my honorable mentions real quick. Hold on. I'm sure they're boy, already. He's yeah. no selling all of those in- injuries that he had, and it made me giggle. I'm not. Gonna... <laughs> it's all cartilage. There's no bone in that no. body. His his thigh was taped. His elbow was taped. His spin was taped. I mean, it was just ridiculous. And why is he in this match? He's not a killer, or a relic. No, none of these things. Anyway, Did you know, killer spelled backwards is relic. God damn, dude! You keep bringing up information I've never heard before. <laughs> Mind blowing. <laughs> The fucking one more honorable mention. The fucking secret that they were hinting at the entire time is that James Mitchell is Abyss's father and that Judas Maseus is his half brother. Did you know that, Aaron? I did not, but that sounds eerily familiar of a story. Yeah. Sounds kind of like maybe some, something that I read in the Bible or, or like. Abel? Abel? Does that sound familiar? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Cain oh and God. Abel. That's right. Cain? Cain. Wait a minute. Anyway, they had one match, and then that was the whole that – was, that was it. That was the end of it after the one match. Let's go to my last one. Number four. Uh, the one thing I praise about this match is those barbed wire bat swings from Abyss. That shit was I thought you were going to say that it was less than ten minutes long. That's it. <laughs> also that. Also that. Uh, Relic is just taking those shots bare-chested. By the way, killer spell backwards. <laughs> just when I think this match is hitting a turning point – Abyss and Shark Boy take the swinging Christmas tree and use it like a pendulum to hit Black Rain in the corner, but like there isn't enough slack in the rope, so Rain has to catch the tree and then pull yeah. it into him. Into his his leather bodysuit that would protect him from terrible Christmas trees made out of barbed wire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, Abyss gets his hands on Father Mitchell, and then the lights go out, and then Jesus Maseus, whatever his name is, he spits up some blood. And he drives Abyss's face first, first into the broken glass, but not the thumbtacks, because for some reason Abyss spread those out about a foot away from the glass, and it wasn't even used. So there was pointless <laughs> thumbtacks on the ground for no reason. I don't know. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> the relic- chicken cookie is my favorite. We need to give him <laughs> more terrible matches. I do enjoy when Cookie gets a terrible match. Oh, it's because he gets so many good matches. Yeah. That he always is just like like schoolboy cookie, which he's so excited to talk about. This dejected cookie is is a a mood. Is that what the kids say? It's a mood, yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I, the entire time, I, I I felt incredulous. I had to look up a word to describe how I felt. Incredulous, <laughs> utter disbelief. Okay, relic hits. Oh, that, oh wait, hold on, hold on. Relic, that's a killer spell backwards. Yes, he hits a jackhammer on Shark Boy, pins him, and wins the match. Oh. Uh huh. Yep. That's a. Uh, mm-hmm. Never would have thought that. 
Uh, Aaron, uh, since I knew that this was a Tobert's match, I wrote a haiku. Oh, good. Yes, Cookie. Just because, you know. Um, and by the way, this match is going to get one cookie. Now, is that one cookie with the Don West or without the Don West? That's one cookie without the Don West. So with the Don West, this actually is our very first zero cookie match on $2 steak. It is a big deal. It is. And you know what? I'm going to surprise you guys. I'm in the giving mood. I'm going to give you guys a haiku. Here we go. Yes. Relic is his name. (laughs) Swinging trees and broken glass. Killer spell backwards. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, cookie. I, I feel that I, I could say that that is a chef kiss of a, of a haiku. Solid. Solid. This is a very special edition of $2 steak. For the high spot, we have got the Miracle on 34th Street fight. Tolbert, I, I was going to give you cookies match this week until I found this match. It's a doozy. This is a doozy of a match. It, it kind of put me in the Christmas spirit. It's one of the longest matches you've ever had to cover. Yeah. Because there is so much phenomenal backstory to know why this is going on like it is. All right. Well, well, let's start it off. Uh, it is a Monday Night Raw. Yes. This is either day before or day after Christmas. It's I the think day, day before. Af- day before Christmas. Yes. So, I mean, you've got a packed crowd, man. Everyone's yeah. in the Christmas spirit. Pittsburgh, right? It's yeah, in Pittsburgh, it's in yeah. Pittsburgh. And they've got the set all decorated. There's mm. reefs around the ring Beautiful. post. Everything, man. It, puts, it makes, gives you the warm fuzzies. Mm. Santa comes out. They introduce them to uh, a huge crowd pop for Santa. Well, man, yeah, how, how can you, how can you boo all Santa? The, all the kids are in the audience, man. He comes out with a bag, and that bag's not just a prop. It's filled with toys mm. and, and souvenirs and WWE Christmas hats. Yes. He's passing out. He's even got some action figures in there. Crowd's loving it. Very, uh, very convincing Santa. Uh, he looked mighty familiar yeah. uh, for a moment, and uh, we'll talk about it's that that later. little twinkle in his yeah, eye. Yeah, it's that twinkle in his <laughs> eye. You know, he and- touched his nose. Tober's <laughs> like, oh, okay. So, uh, you know, he's giving presents to all the kids. They're loving it, and he makes his way uh, off to the side of the entrance ramp to show the crowd some love. And out of nowhere, Santa gets hit by a goddamn BMW. <laughs> <laughs> a beautiful, a beautiful BMW. BMW. Uh, Alberto Del Rio is driving this BMW. And you know, usually I would not pick an Alberto Del Rio match because he has had some some things going on in his life that we do not approve of here on the stake. Yeah. But Wait, this was just kidnapping. No, <laughs> this was just too good to pass up. Yeah, a little too good. So uh, he sends Santa flying over that hood. The funniest thing is, is the Christmas tree falls and hits him in the face. <laughs> I'm sure that was accidental. I don't know if someone was there to kind of give it a nudge. I would have. I it just it was an exclamation <laughs> it, 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 point. It was too good. It was too good. Uh, the crowd starts booing. You just killed Santa. He jumps out of the car. He's very surprised, saying it was an accident. Uh, he didn't mean to do he it. Did, he didn't. You know, Santa's laying there on the ground. The paramedics come out. 
You know, he's in all his – who's his manager's name? What's this little uh, guy's Ricardo name? Rodriguez. Yeah, he looks like a maitre d' at a, a, a Mexican restaurant. So he was a very good <laughs> Mexican wrestler, then got hired by WWE and just was a, a, a heel manager yeah. kind of guy. Well, he is almost in tears. He's, he's almost puking. <laughs> He does. He tried. He was so sad that his wrestler has killed Santa. Well, I mean, what better way to get heat than to run over Santa? He gets heat. He gets heat real (laughs) quick because the crowd starts chanting, "You killed Santa." (laughs) They get Santa in a neck brace and everything. Very reminiscent of of that that scene at Hell in a Cell. Trying to put him on the board. Then we get the thumbs up from Santa. (laughs) 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 And then. Then we knew Santa's going to be If okay. only Terry Funk came out and, like, took a powerbomb for him, you know? <laughs> Everything would be so much better. Oh, yeah, that was great. Once, once I saw that, I knew for sure uh, who Santa was. Uh, so they get him backstage and start working on him. Right before the match starts, right before his opponent, John Cena, is mm. due to come out, we get an update on Santa. Yeah. It's, it's, looking, Dire. it's looking very grim. He's, yeah. uh, you can only see, see his feet through the door where uh, the paramedics are working on him. You hear the heart monitor going. Mm. And just as they're saying, Santa's very slow. having a rough time. It starts to slow almost to a stop. And mm. you're like, you, you expect to hear him flatline, but mm. you don't. You hear that beep, beep. And then it goes in the jingle bells. <laughs> beep, 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 yeah. beep, beep. But beep, as the beep, 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 beep. as the tune's going, he's clicking his little feet together. Oh, like and I, Christmas magic brought him back to life. And I'm telling you, that is one of the best pieces of storytelling in a raw <laughs> episode. It is one of the most cohesive episodes. Like they keep giving yeah. like updates throughout the mat, like the entire episode yeah. of what's going on with Santa. And you see this and and that one little piece made it so stinking it was, good. It was brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely. I how have I never thought so hard when that started? How have I never thought that Santa's heartbeat is Jingle Bells? It, of course, of course, that was what it is. Right? Yeah, of course. It made me laugh. That's it, actually it, an arrhythmia. Fuzzies. <laughs> You're it's gonna like, die soon, Santa. Yeah. <laughs> too many cookies, man. You did. <laughs> Watch that blood pressure, man. You're working too hard. Anyway. We know Santa's going to be okay. Yeah. And John Cena is here to uh, beat some ass and avenge. You know, avenge Santa. So here he comes, man. Crowd's going wild. Cena comes out typical Cena fashion, looking like a million bucks, yeah. looking jacked. Uh, Del Rio looks a little worried, man. He's still saying he didn't mean to. Yeah. He didn't mean to do it. Cena's not having any of it, man. He gets right in that ring and starts beating up on him, man. Just beating up on him. And obviously, Cena's uh, going to put this one away pretty quick. But he gets a little heelish move on him, stuns him for a minute, and grabs a mic. Gets on the mic, still saying, I didn't mean to do this. It wasn't my fault. It was an accident. Crowd's not having it. I believed him. Yeah, I think he felt I bad. Know. I don't know. I don't know. I think he was texting maybe while he was driving. <laughs> Probably I'm not sure. Line of coke I didn't, I didn't, yeah, I didn't feel – I didn't have any sympathy for him. Not, what? Not convinced. Uh, if if you were to run over Santa and you said it was an accident, I would believe you, Tolbert. <laughs> I would uh, say he was probably lighting a blunt and like just, he, you dropped it and he like falls in your lap, yeah. burning you. You know, you're <laughs> no, trying the to get scene it. in the Big Lebowski. Yeah. So every time he says this, he hits Cena with a microphone. Every time Cena tries to get up, and <laughs> he's just bashing him with the microphone. Goes back to saying how he didn't do it. Bashes Cena. I didn't mean to bash. 
Well, about the fourth time, <laughs> Cena catches the mic, and he just gives a passionate, heartfelt scream. Santa! And then kicks Del Rio in the dick. <laughs> I don't know why that one thing made me laugh so hard when I saw it. It was just the impassion in the, like, his arms were shaking as he's yeah. holding on to the yeah. mic and just yells, Santa! <laughs> and then we all know Cena's here to save Christmas. Oh, he's like, he, he's like our own little Ernest. Yes. So we get oh, to the man. first uh, gift because there's presents all around the ring, yeah. right? Cena opens the first present. It's a big one, too. He yeah. pulls it out. He has a grin when he, when he, uh, when he gets it. It must have been from Terry Funk because <laughs> it, was, it was a steel chair. Yes. <laughs> it probably yeah. said, to John, from Terry. Oh, I just thought this would look good. <laughs> from Mick Santa. <laughs> So uh, he, he instantly just bashes Del Rio away and uh, goes for the pin. We're thinking, this is it, man. Santa's going to come out. We're going we're gonna to dance. We're going to have a good time. Go home and enjoy Christmas with our families. But no, uh, Rodrigo, what's his name? Ricardo. Right. Ricardo Rico Rodriguez. Yeah, R Rodriguez, uh, being the heel manager that he is, pulls the ref out of the ring. And this is a miracle and 34th Street match. So there's no rules. No rules. No rules barred. Yeah. No disqualifications. So in the in the chaos of Cena chasing him to try to put him out of the match, uh, Del Rio gets the upper hand and stuns him and goes for his first gift, mm. which his manager brings it up to him and says, "Hey, open this, use this on Cena, put him away." So he does. It's exciting, it like is. like like the the build up. Yeah, he opens it up. He says it could be a bazooka. It's a pie. Oh. <laughs> it's a pie. It could be. Uh, it could be something, but no, it's a pie. You even see his disgust. He's the like, sadness. really? A yeah. pie? Yeah. So he goes to hit Cena with a pie. He does the classic dunk, duck. The uh, manager gets it right in the face, covered, covered in pie. So then uh, we make our way up to the rink, uh, up the ramp, up to the entranceway, and we have much more presents. We've got Christmas trees. we got fake snow and everything. Cena is just bashing up on Del Rio, throwing him into shit. He opens his second gift. Oh, it's a beautiful brand new WWE TV monitor. <laughs> right out of the box. Looking great. Cena even gives it the little rub yeah. on top. Yeah. Beautiful monitor. Right, right to Del Rio's forehead. Leaving him in a, in a, a pile of packages just in a heat. So we get another uh, a manager interruption to give Del Rio the upper hand. Give him a, a moment to make it to his Next gift. And while Cena's stunned, his manager hands him another box saying, it could be a bazooka. This is the bazooka. It, this it, is it the bazooka. could be a bazooka. Yeah. It could be. <laughs> it could be a bazooka. It, it was a teddy bear. Oh. <laughs> and by this time, I'm loving, like, you know, because he's obviously the bad guy. Right. bad. Every present he opens is just shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's uh, keeping the storyline going. His like facial expressions were great. It's, like, it is. It's so he's good. so surprised. He, he throws the teddy bear at Cena. I, I'm you can see Cena trying not to break character, and <laughs> right. he's grinning at him like, "Yeah, what are you gonna do with that?" But he's trying not to laugh as he throws his teddy bear uh, at him. It bounces off those abs of steel. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, he decides to try to take care of the manager. And I saw the wreaths on the on the ring post, and I knew a wreath was gonna come into play. I was <laughs> like, "Someone's getting a wreath put over them to lock their arms." Yes. Sure enough, that's what he does to the manager: a wreath over him, present on the head, kind of putting him out of the equation. Cena opens another gift, and after he throws um, uh, Del Rio down the ring, have him laying in a heap, he opens his gift. It's a bowling ball. Oh, no. Yes. It's a 
bright, shiny, brand new bowling ball. And uh, he decides it's time for a little uh, nut bowling. <laughs> and he goes right <laughs> down the ramp, right in until uh, Del Rio's manhood. And uh, that had to hurt, work or not. That, uh, that had yeah. to hurt. <laughs> kind of like in UFC last night, that, that shot to the balls. So. Yeah. So uh, we have a little bit more back and forth between the boys. Um, some stiff shots, some, some good stuff. But we hadn't seen any real signature moves yet or any finishers. Well, here comes Santa down the ring to everyone's mm. surprise. Uh, even, even Del Rio and the manager, they just stop what they're doing. They're just yeah. glad he's okay and back up on his feet. Uh, Ricardo is so excited. He runs to he hug Santa. He starts crying, too. He starts crying, running to <laughs> hug Santa. But Santa says he's not buying it. He's always watching. He knows he's naughty and nice. And he just bashes him over the head with his bag, putting him out, <laughs> giving uh, Cena time to hit his finisher. This is yeah. the, uh, uh, the attitude adjustment. Yep. Yeah. Hits him with the attitude adjustment, puts him away. One, two, three. Cena saves Christmas. Oh, you, you wait, you, you wait missed? a second. I yeah. did. Get ahead of myself because during all the confusion, uh, Del Rio tries to get the upper hand, and Santa pulls out a Christmas socko mm. and gives him the mandible right between the ropes. Mm. And then uh, we know we know who Santa is. It's, Wink. it's Mick Santa <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> bang, I, think, bang. I think he shaved his beard and then grew out a gray one. It's Cactus. Uh, yeah, uh, Cactus uh, Santa. Cactus Nick. Yeah, Cactus, Saint Nick. Cactus Nick. And this is what leads to uh, the attitude adjustment to put Del Rio away. Cena saves Christmas. Cena saves Christmas just yes. like Ernest. Yes, just like Ernest. Huh. They hmm. even kind of look alike now. Like, it, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Sort of, yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah, there, there's, there's a lot of memes online where people think that they're the same person. Yeah. But Jim Varney unfortunately left us in the year 2000 from cancer. Rest his soul. But. All right. Give us that, uh, uh, give us that haiku. Christmas haiku. All right. Knows when you're awake. He sees you when you're sleeping. But he can't see John. Oh. <laughs> Get it? Oh, we got it. <laughs> that, that is your peak haiku. Because he's like, always good. He's it, always good. It's so good. <laughs> That's so good. Thank you for listening to $2 Steak, a pro wrestling podcast. We have had all the Christmas cheer this week. Uh, what? Maybe next week we'll have something a little special uh, for it since it is the episode before Christmas. That's it. Good night. <laughs>